Now let's bring in Brad Roth, co-founder and CIO of Thor Financial Technologies. Brad, good afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, Caroline. How are you? Doing well. I want to get a sense of your kind of take on this market overall, the rebound that we saw last week. Are you looking at it as a, a more of a, a bear market bounce or maybe the start of a bottoming process? Yeah, we see it as a bear market bounce. Uh, these are natural occurrences in bear markets. Uh, we're not looking for any real sustained rally at this point. Um, if you look throughout history, we have many of these bear market bounces. I like to look at you know, 2000 and 2002, that period. We had 16 rallies uh, in my last check of around 10%. So this, we just believe, is you know, a bear market rally. Uh, we're heading into quarterly rebalancing. End of quarter rebalancing, we're at mid-year. So uh, that's kind of our take. All right, so it bear market bounce, but then what? Because stocks are wrapping up, what, the worst first half of the year in decades. But what's your second half of the year outlook look like? I mean, are we going a lot lower? Have we seen the lows? So it's our take that we really haven't seen the lows. Uh, we think that we can go a little bit lower from here, not drastically lower. Um, we're kind of eyeballing that 33, 3400 S&P uh, area as a potential. But again, there's a lot of headwinds and a lot of things that we have to see how they play, right? We have to see what the Fed is going to do. Uh, I think a lot of people are hoping to see the, the Fed back off and maybe some sort of a Fed put like we've been uh, so accustomed to for the last 10 or 12 years, right? But uh, we think that there are a lot of uh, hard things that we need to get through before we can say that there is a clear bottom in play. All right. So what are those things that you need to see the market get through? Because, of course, we know the market's forward looking, right? So what actually needs to happen for you to get maybe a little bit more bullish or to know, OK, the bottom's in? Yeah, well, it, when it comes to our process, everything we do is systematic. But if I'm looking at this from a macro perspective, right, some of the things we need to see is we, we, we're really close to an earnings season, right? We need to see how earnings uh, start to come through. We need to see if the Fed is going to soften their tone. I mean, I, I think they've been very, very hawkish, um, but really earnings season is key. We also look at a number of economic indicators. We understand the market is forward looking, but we think that a lot of investors are, are hoping and are discounting that if we get poor economic data, that that means the Fed is going to kind of put the brakes on. And we think that they have some, some things that, and some problems that they need to solve, mainly inflation. Um, they're going to do the best that they can in order to get that under control. So we don't see them really um, coming off the brake pedal or, or the economic brake pedal um, and continuing to stay in their stance. So until we get some earning numbers, earnings numbers, until we start to see uh, more economic data come through that hasn't been the healthiest, right? Um, that's when we'll get a little bit more bullish. But as of as of now, you know, it, we don't foresee the market going much, much lower, but we don't think by any means is the bottom end. So given that there could be a little bit more pain in store or some pain in store, what are some proper risk mitigation strategies that investors should be considering right now? Well, look, I think if you're a, if you're a long-term buy and hold investor, I don't think you should be doing much of anything, right? A lot of the damage we think has been done. Um, we think you should be rebalancing um, and trying to get your, you know, your risk tolerance and your asset allocation, strategic asset allocation, you know, back uh, in, in line to where, where you want it. Um, but we think that this is going to be an environment where not everything's going to work, right? We've seen fixed income have its historically worst start of the year ever. Right, so that's been no real place to hide. We think that a little bit more active um, strategies and whether they be quantitative or systematic like ours, or as long as it is a rules-based process, um, we don't 
employ options at all in our strategies. But we think that if you can be a little bit more tactical, try not to be buying and investing companies that you know, might have been bellwethers in 2020 that have, are unprofitable tech. Um, don't think that that's necessarily the place to be, but it's just being a little bit more vigilant, a little bit more tactical. Um, but like I said, we think a lot of the damage has already been done. This is not a time we think to be deploying uh, heavy risk management strategies or moving to cash, but we do think it is a time to uh, be a little bit more vigilant as to what you're holding and whether or not that is gonna come out of this period successfully or whether it's gonna be a little bit in a kind of in a, a, a stag move where it's gonna kind of move sideways and take a little bit longer to recover. That being said, if people do have cash on the sidelines, do they leave it there for now or where do they put it? So we, we certainly are cash heavy right now. Um, and, and a lot of our strategies, we're extremely uh, cash heavy. Look, we think when we start to, uh, we start to see some upward momentum, we think there's a lot of places um, that have gotten really beat up that are going to do very, very well in the second half or maybe the last quarter of this year. We think technology as a whole, we think is a, is a place to look. We, we, would, we would stay away from some of the unprofitable tech that was so popular you know, late last year, in the middle of last year. Um, we would look at things like consumer discretionary, we think that is um, underperformed year to date. We think that is going to, uh, to be stronger later in the year. <clears throat> we also think energy can continue to be strong. It's been, um, you know, it, it's been the last couple of weeks gotten beat up off of highs quite significantly. Um, it's leading today, but we don't think energy prices um, are, are due to correct much, much more from here, uh, unless there is a, a, a massive uh, de-escalation um, in the war in, in Russia and Ukraine. But we, we think that for the most part, if you're looking at the latter half of this year and we start to see some positive momentum, some clouds clear, we think tech is an obvious place. We think consumer discretionary is an obvious place to start looking. And how should investors be thinking about fixed income? As you said, it, was, it hasn't been a great time to be in bonds, but what portion of their portfolios should be dedicated to fixed income at this point? Right, and that's a great question. We think uh, you definitely can have a tilt into fixed income, but we would stay away from the you know long bond exposure, right? Currently, our portfolio is positioned um, quite conservatively, quite conservatively, in inflation protected ETFs as well as even some emerging market debt. Um, but we're staying away from the long end of the curve. We think if you want to be invested into fixed income, we we think inflation protected is an okay place to be. Uh, we think staying shorter on the curve, like short duration treasuries, is a, is a place to be. Um, but we just don't see, you know, yields which are going to affect the price of uh, these ETFs starting to perform in, in any upside until the Fed really starts to slow down. We think that we're going to see more rate hikes. We're, we think yields are going to increase. You know, unless we start to, uh, unless we really start to get into a recessionary environment um, and a recession that a lot of people are calling for in the next six months, we don't see yields coming down quite significantly. So we, we like to be a little bit more conservative on the fixed income side staying shorter duration, staying in tips. All right, we have to leave it there. Brad Roth, co-founder and CIO, Thor Financial Technologies. Thanks so much for your picks and your insights. Appreciate it. Thank you, Carolyn. Have a good day.